Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Welcome aboard the Athletics Can't Wait Jets podcast, your nonstop shop for all things Jets with Tim McMaster, Zach Rosenblatt, and Marissa Dunn. Can't wait! Welcome into what is going to be a fun episode of Can't Wait, despite there being plenty of angst around the Jets right now, heading into another matchup with the New England Patriots. Please subscribe on YouTube if you're checking us out there. Give us five-star reviews on, on Apple and Spotify. Tim McMaster here, along with Zach Rosenblatt, our Jets reporter at The Athletic. And we welcome back to the show, Marissa Dunn and <laughs> Madison Dunn. She's clearly not a fan <laughs> of the up. show. She and she's hitting up as we start. So She's, she's like, <laughs> Come well, on, that was perfect. In, in her defense, we're not talking about the Browns. We're talking yeah. about the oh. Browns. Yeah, so she, so. That's from uh, what she heard we were going to talk about the Jets-Cowboys game, and she threw up. Yeah, she, she was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah so we're... if you're not watching us on YouTube, oh, if yeah. there was ever a reason to jump over and check out the YouTube version of the show, it's this one because yes. Marissa's on holding Madison. Uh, how old is Madison right now, Marissa? She will be uh, three months in oh. eight days. It's crazy. Wow. This parenthood thing is wild. Yeah. Time <laughs> so, flies. Um, oh it's not. God. Yeah. So the best pod mom in the business, now a real mom. <laughs> but my, yeah. my first real question for you is what's more difficult? parenting a three-month-old or producing connor hughes oh, i don't know <laughs> they're i mean similar they're similar she's sleeping yeah. through the night like mm, you know yeah. she no eats we have no well. evidence that connor sleeps through the night yeah I and mean, connor like <laughs> used to text us like at all hours of the day so mm. i honestly think she's easier seems like she cry- seems like she cries less yes i will say connor did send me a very sweet um book that had madison's name in the book and it was mm. I mean we all know Bree probably did it, but <laughs> yeah. um I will give Connor a little shout out. You know he's going through uh, his daughter's just pretty much a week yeah. older than her, so it's kind of fun that we're at the same stage and you know not like he's doing all the work that I'm doing, but you know, <laughs> I don't know he might <laughs> shout out to Bree. Yeah, <laughs> if yeah. golf counts. Um, yeah, I mean right. he's in he's in Arizona right now posting fo- like videos of himself golfing. I'm like I don't know if you should be sharing that. Right. <laughs> well, his wife there. is already she's already back to work too. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, enough about Connor. Yeah. So before yes. we move on to to the rest of the show, and we have one more thing to get to before we talk to the, about the Jets. But Marissa, I mean, you've had time to watch a lot of football. Obviously, you watch a lot of the Browns because everything is right with the world with Michael back on the 53 man. Which <laughs> we, we, I think all of the people listening appreciate as well. But like. What's been your take on this wild jet season so far? I mean, I was, I mean, like every other Jets fan out there, I'm sure like that, I mean, that Rogers injury, like I still to this day, I can't even believe that this is how the season is going. And I like feel really bad for Jets fans. Like, I mean, you're you're returning to the same uh, Jets as you left pretty much. Yeah, it's (laughs) insane. And like everyone wanted to see how the season would play out with 
Rodgers at quarterback. And, you know, like, I feel like everyone has said this at this point, but I was pretty heartbroken for Jets fans because they waited so long for that. So, I mean, hey, the season's not over. You know, I, I will say, like, I I feel like Zach Wilson has, has grown a lot, you know, as a player, hopefully, and person, you know. So let's let's just, you know, positive vibes and hope that, you know, something something good can come out of all of this and hey so. fr- friend of the friend of the dunn family tim boyle is the number two now so yes i mean right? <laughs> we're big tim boyle fans over here um michael trains with him in the off season so um yeah I, i'm i'm uh you know not like i don't want to see zach do well but uh, yeah, yeah. you know tim is a, a good a good friend of michael's so yeah. <laughs> so, so the beginning of this show used to be known for nonsense golf talk, right? But, but now, now listeners come for, for different reasons. And I think it's well known now that we are the preeminent Jets podcast for Swifties mm. because, <laughs> you know, it's, it's just what we do here. So with that, Zach, what, you know, what are your feelings? Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey. This is NFL talk still, so people can't get. Yeah, technically, he still applies. We're talking about the NFL. Uh, is is it a thing? Is it not? The Jets a thing? do play we the Chiefs. Next, the Jets play the Chiefs next week too, so it kind of applies. Mm. Like, oh, we're really, getting, so we know? can keep yeah. talking about this. Yeah. We'll, we'll <laughs> yeah, we can uh, keep it going. <laughs> will Taylor be at the game? Oh, what do you think? Oh man, that would be that would be delightful if she was. Um, so because I am now a Swifty and I am uh, dating a an actual Swifty, I. I am also aware that um, actually I shouldn't act like I heard this from my girlfriend. I saw it when I Googled this. <laughs> I saw Taylor Swift is wearing like uh, a pendant or something with Travis Kelsey's birthstone on it, according to the internet. So oh my gosh, we're going that far. <laughs> and, you know, uh, you know, I, I think it's good for both parties. Travis is is great. We love Taylor. I'm, I'm all about it. I can't wait to see what kind of album she writes in a couple of years oh. the breakup. <laughs> yeah, that is true. <laughs> Maybe some football puns in there. I I, I thought about wearing my Taylor Swift concert shirt, and then I remembered I had to be at the Jets facility to Mm. uh, to do this pod. So I thought maybe that wouldn't be the right place for that. Um, But but Brian Sternback says this is the podcast for golf talk Swifties. Streveler react. I don't even know what that says. Streveler (laughs) mania. Streveler mania. That's where it's going. And Jess updates in that order. Exactly. (laughs) And and he forgot like bashing Connor. No. Yeah, Bash and Connor. <laughs> baby, we do baby talk these yes, days. We'll yeah. Get, yeah, we can include baby talk. But um, we were discussing before we got on here that you were just watching, and I already finished mm. it, the um, Jason Kelsey yeah. documentary on Amazon Prime. And I highly recommend, like, if you like football, like, it is yeah. such a good behind-the-scenes look of his life last year. And he was pondering retirement and yeah. uh, with his daughters and his wife and his brother, his mom. Like, it was a really, really well put, you know, the journalism nerd in me, like thought they did yeah. an excellent job. Um, it's very honest. I cried several times. So yeah, I was gonna say, I'm yeah. only like, I'm only like 30 minutes in. I think you expect this Jason Kelsey, if anybody's followed him, cause he's kind of like brutally honest anyway, but like, you never know with these documentaries, how much they're actually going to show. Like you see, like, I didn't watch the Johnny Manziel one, but I know people were pretty critical of like, yeah, it only showed like kind of what he probably wanted them to show. Whereas like this, like you're, you're seeing Kelsey in the beginning talking about like how he needs to forget what he said. He needs to take anti-inflammatories in order to yeah. play football now. Like, yeah. Um, and so it's like seeing like the toll football takes on you, like while and also the being like, side a, of it, yeah, being you know? the mental side of it, being an offensive lineman who get banged up probably more than anybody, as you know, mm-hmm. um, like the physical toll that takes on you and just like, 
you know, once you turn to reach the end of your career, like what's next in your life and all yeah. that stuff. Like it's, so they did, they're doing so far from what I've watched, they're doing a really good job, but I expected that because in order for those things to work, you need them to get, you need the athletes need to grant them like full access and they need to like, really like, you know, break right. down the walls. And I don't think a lot of times these documentaries do that, but I, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. So far. I, I almost got late coming to practice today because I, uh, <laughs> cause I was yeah. watching it and I couldn't put it down. So we watched it like almost, I think it was like the night it came out and uh, I was the one that was like, Oh, we need to watch it. And obviously Michael would have watched it, but yeah, he I was didn't say, I'm sure it. Michael, I'm sure Michael loved it. Yeah. Right? He, yeah. So we, it, we had finished and I'm like crying and, you know, and he's like, wow, that was really good. He was like, I didn't expect, I wasn't, I didn't know what to expect. And that was like way better than I expected. And he said a bunch of the guys were talking about it within the Browns facility. That's so cool. um, yeah, I highly recommend uh, listeners check that out. Yeah. It's good that the, uh, the Jets chatter is actually ongoing in the, the comments section. Yeah, They're, so, they're talking yeah. about the Jets. So we don't <laughs> oh, have wait, is this a Jets podcast? <laughs> yeah, we'll get, oh, okay. we'll get, we're getting there <laughs> if now. Want Jet, if you want Jets talk, just go to the chat. Don't go to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, Marissa, stick around as long as you want. Um, but yeah, you know, I don't just feel handed like the baby off. To... So I got a yeah. little more time. <laughs> okay. All right, I was sweating. Good. So, <laughs> all right, let's move on to this team. And one thing I, I want to do on this episode each week this season, Zach, is just because it's always like, how do you pull this together for a preview? And I think one way to do it is just, what are they saying? So we'll uh, we'll use some different sound and uh, just different quotes and kind of talk about how we're getting from like last week to this week. So uh, we'll start with today because Nathaniel Hackett talked today, and obviously. Some some tough questions after that Cowboys game and and how things went down um, there. Uh, one thing he talked about was the fact that, and we talked about this on Tuesday, I think they didn't really double Micah, Micah Parsons at all, and he tore them up. Uh, he said we had a lot of different hands we wanted to put on him. As the game got out of hand, you need to get more guys out. We needed to get some quick, easy completions. We even underestimated his speed on the quick game. It's one of those things. We looked at the tape. We corrected it and saw how we can help ourselves with that. So I guess he's already spinning it forward. To like, yes, he dominated us, but we'll be better next time. Yeah, I didn't really get that explanation. I think that would have been a time <laughs> to just like say we messed up, honestly. I, the fans obviously were not happy with that, and I get like, you shouldn't be surprised by how fast Michael Parsons is. I think everybody knows what yeah. he is at this point. Um, and it just, it was confounding then. And it still is now that, I mean, there's a clip that's like going around jets, Twitter of Connor McGovern going one-on-one -on -one with him. Like there, there should be no scenario where the center is going one-on-one -on -one with Michael Parsons. So he, and Dwayne Brown, like, you know, he could have done better, but I don't know how much better he could have done against him. They just didn't give enough help and they need to play, whether it's Uzama or Rucker, they need to give help or they need a chip block with the running back. Like they need a, it's not it's not a hundred percent on the offensive line when you're going against a star defensive end like that. So there's it, he made a lot of hacking me a lot of excuses today. I didn't agree with a lot of them. They um they keep going back to the well of we didn't have that many snaps too in in terms of the like why didn't Brees Hall get the ball more? Why didn't Nicole Hardman get the ball more? Uh they they keep referring to how the fact that they didn't have a lot of snaps. Well you had over forty and Brees Hall still had only four touches. So how many touch how many snaps do you need before you can have more than four? Um, so I, th these, these are obvious fixes and you hope that they handle the obvious stuff. So like, if there's other problems that are not as obvious, then maybe we can talk about it a little differently, but I don't, I think it was a poor court coaching job the other day, personally. Yeah. And he didn't really admit to it. You'd love to hear him just say like, yeah, it's on us. Right. Yeah. Like there's a lot of coaches that do that. And I feel like when you play that card, it, 
actually goes over well with everybody. I think the team respects it. I think fans respect it just like, you know, but I don't know. But who knows how they, he feels about the quarterback at this point too, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> all the right things about the quarterback, but yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> it's going to be something to, to watch. I mean, they, they play Matthew Judon this week, so it doesn't get any easier. And Belichick. Yeah, and we'll get into that after and we Belichick, get through this, yes. I mean, what they're really... saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's not Micah Parsons, but. Right. Very good. Yeah. He can get to the quarterback for sure. Um, all right. About the Patriots this week. Garrett Wilson went on Barton Hahn. He said, it's time that things change around here. I don't like talking about it too much, but this is one of the first steps. 14 straight is unacceptable. That's unacceptable. I'm 0-2 against them. That's unacceptable. There's one easy way to not have to talk about it anymore, right? <laughs> Beat just, them finally, yes. Just win the game. Not really that much to say to here, yeah. I yeah. think the message that seems to be coming out of the, I think it's a solid directed message. They keep saying that like, Almost nobody from that losing streak is still here, so it doesn't apply to them necessarily. But this is New York. This is the Jets. Bill Belichick has been torturing them for a very long time. Um, the and fans are still here, you know. Yeah, the fans are still here, and they like if you lose, like it still all applies together because it's happened in a row. And you know, Zach Wilson's been the quarterback for four of them and lost all four. Uh, on top of all of that, you, you can send the Patriots zero and three, which I think would add something a little extra special to it. Because it's hard, it's hard to come back from 0-2. It's harder to come back from 0-3. And, and and then the flip side, which we'll get into later, uh, like if the Jets lose this one, then things could go off the rails pretty quick too. So it's a yeah. weirdly important week three game. Uh, Marissa, I was going to say that they the Jets have not beaten the Patriots in the history of the Can't Wait podcast, <laughs> I, and much I, further back. But what like, year did you guys? What year did you guys start? Twenty nineteen. Yeah. Yeah. They were pretty bad back then too. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean. I just feel like Belichick just knows exactly what to do when to it whenever it comes to the Jets. So, um, I mean, hey, like we can only be optimistic, right? You know, let's maybe maybe they will turn it around this week. <laughs> I'm gonna come on here and you know, because I'm not really here for the season, and just try and be like this bright light yeah, for Jets fans. You're positive. Yeah. Why not? You know, like you're not you're not around the Jet stuff as much as before. Exactly. So I'm, this is like a sample. In, yes, yeah. <laughs> I've been tuning into podcasts, but like you know, then I'll end up doing something else, or the baby will start crying, or or you get distracted by Browns drama. Yeah. So she'll need or need to be cheated. You know, whatever. <laughs> so if I'm gonna come on here for this episode before they play the Patriots. Why not? And then when they win, I want everyone to like clip this off and be like, yeah, (laughs) she said it. it. And if it's terrible, then this doesn't exist. This never happened. Yeah. (laughs) We'll make sure you pick them in, in the picks. I think I did Um, like, okay. In that last week, I need reminders every week because even when you reminded me, I still forgot. (laughs) You missed Thursday. You're a little distracted. I used to like shout out to all the parents out there. Cause you know, mom brain, parent brain, is a real thing. Real. Um, so Joseph yeah. Catania says that you got to come back next week if they do win this week. Okay, deal. You it, so you can do a victory. Who's next lap, week? Yeah. Who's next week? They got uh, the Chiefs next week. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> You'll be less well, confident next week, I think. So that actually gives me a nice plug because I just saw that uh, this Sunday airing Derek Cheater does a sit-down interview with Patrick Mahomes. Oh, wow. I mean – um, sign me up for that. There you Very go. excited for that. Derek any Jeter doing any Derek now? Jeter? Yes, because he's working for Fox. Oh, I didn't so. realize that. Okay. Any Derek Jeter uh, sports interview? I'm there. So. Uh, <laughs> there you yeah. go. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? 
That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. <laughs> All right, next, next up we have Sauce Gardner. We actually have this audio. Here we go. Uh, we got a, I'm not going to say, they don't, they don't really have a complex offense. You know, it's pretty, pretty simple for, like, the quarterback to get. The gap scheme, everything is really like simple, but it's like they excel at it. You know what I mean? Uh, what they try to do is get other people to mess up and make mistakes. And, you know, they they just do everything right. That's kind of that's kind of always been the Patriots' way. Although the not making mistakes hasn't fit as much the last couple of years, especially last year. But this is a different offense, right? Bill O'Brien's back. He's a guy who's proven at the pro level, at the college level. Um, and the offense does, if you watch the Patriots games, it <laughs> it's not great, but it makes sense this year, Zach. Like yeah. it, you watch the plays and you're like, all right, that seems to make sense. Whereas last year, nothing made sense. But And by the way, I, I should say that people took those sauce comments. I, I think he was stating facts, but when a player from the other team says an offense is simple, I think it's taken as like trash talk or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And so I don't know if the, Knowing Belichick, he might use, I think he uses everything as bulletin board material. Like anytime guys say it, which is why nobody says anything on the Patriots. His whole thing is like he shows right. clips of the other team, like saying, like, we're going to win the Super Bowl, this, this, and that. So I'm sure he's showed them what Sauce said or whatever. But Sauce was literally stating facts. It's a simple offense. And a lot of that is probably because of Mac Jones. Uh, and th- their offense does not scare, shouldn't scare anybody. Like I, if you contain their running game, they're not really that scary. So. If, if the Jets' defense wants to be taken seriously, they need to, like, dominate on Sunday, and then hopefully the Jets' offense. You know, last year, you remember, they lost that second game 10-3, to and it was only because of the punt return touchdown at the very end. They gave up, like, no yards. And even Carl Lawson was like, well, we well, we gave up three points, so that's on us. <laughs> like, that that's the level of standard they had to be held to last year. So you hope that they have Brees this time, which they didn't last year, actually, against the Patriots. Um, so I, I they have the – they have – I think they have a better roster. I, their defense should dominate that offense, but it's going to come down to Zach Wilson again. So, All right. Here, speaking of, of Zach, let's switch things over um, and let's hear from Bill Belichick talking about the offense and defense. We'll start with the offense where he didn't put any bulletin board material up there, but he wasn't exactly praising of, of the Jets. Here you go. You know, offensively, it's in a big offensive line. Uh, you know, a lot of talented guys up there, four first-round picks. Uh, they took Tipman this year, uh, so you know, pretty talented group. Good running backs. Uh, obviously, we didn't see Hall last year, but I mean he's he's a really good player. Wilson, you know Lazard. I mean, you know, the, obviously, you know Wilson, really athletic quarterback. We've seen him before, so really, really athletic, athletic quarterback. We've seen him yeah. before. That's usually Bill. Like, will will fake like somebody is amazing, like he used to do with Adam Gase all the time, <laughs> but <laughs> couldn't even do it here. 
<laughs> yeah, athletic. Didn't even say anything about his arm strength or like he's, you know, he can make big play. I mean, there's a few things. Like he could have brought up the the big touchdown to Garrett Wilson last week. There's a lot of ways he could have gone there. And I, I don't know. I don't know if that's a case of he thinks, but, you know, you wonder how much Belichick thinks about these press conferences if they're like really calculated and he's doing things or if he's just so miserable up there (laughs) well i I I think you're missing the the key line was we've seen him before yeah yeah right like we know what to do (laughs) yeah totally (laughs) that's how i took that but but, by the way perfect perfect belichick fashion i'm sure you don't have the beginning of the clip but like he the first thing he talks about is a special teams he talks about like gibson oh yeah um, he praised the special said, teams, and I, I think he even talked about uh, Justin Hardy, I believe. Hardy, yeah. yeah. So that's like very, very Belichick, but yeah. And then you would have thought like, Gibson was the most exciting. Well, maybe he is, but was the best player on the Jets based on the press conference. <laughs> um, another yeah, clip, but right? maybe he's you know he does that, and you know maybe he thinks that psychs out Zach Wilson a little bit. I don't know. I don't know how he how deeply he plays the, the chess game. Um, but as far as the defense goes, he had some nicer things to say about the Jets defense. You know, defensively they're they're aggressive. Um, certainly uh, you know, Gardner's been it was a you know great addition for him last year and you know, have a real good front, disruptive front. Um, you know, Johnson's playing well, they drafted McDonald, uh, obviously Williams, Franklin Myers, those guys are, you know, tough. They play about nine guys up there and they all play and they're all disruptive. Um, but I think Mosley's really the guy who, you know, is really a key guy for him on the defense. Um, you know, he's, he's one of the best, most instinctive players in the league. He has these guys around the league that he just like latches loves, onto, right? Yeah. Mosley has always been that guy with the Jets, right? He just loves Mosley. Like, you can tell which guy he wishes he could have gotten. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's why I've always said if, when if and when Mosley eventually leaves the Jets, like it just seems like he's destined to play for him. Because, although I mean, I thought I kind of thought he would hire Adam Gase based on how he talked about him, so maybe I'm wrong. But <laughs> yeah, he he loves he loves him some Mosley. Um, I haven't really noticed Mosley through the first two games, but he is a, obviously an important part of the defense. So yeah, that's the thing though. Like he's yeah, this isn't like three years ago Mosley. This is yeah. older Mosley, but Belichick still loves him. Um, all right, so that's kind of what's been being talked about around the league. Should we move on to uh, full matchups, I guess, as far as this this Patriots game goes? First one, you talked about it, the matchup of just the teams and where they're at. Um, 0-2 Patriots, 1-1 Jets. Both teams have had tough schedules. I mean, obviously, we know what the Jets have been through, but when you look at the Patriots, Eagles week one, Dolphins week two, they played well defensively in that Dolphins game. They were um, close in both games. Right, right? in both games. Yeah. Like yeah. they're it's a really good 0 and 2. They had that, they had that no lateral such... they had that lateral play against the Dolphins. <sighs> yeah. Everybody's <laughs> mad about that they didn't uh call it a yeah. first down, yeah. Uh they're really I feel like they're a very good 0 and 2 team, but I also feel like there's no such thing as a really good 0 and 3 team. Like yes. that's yeah. right like once you're 0 and 3, you're... I'm sure Belichick will, wouldn't say there's a good 0 and 2 team either. No, that's know? true. That's <laughs> point. Yeah. Um but it is like for we, I'm trying to think of like week three games where both teams were kind of at a desperation point and it feels like that right yeah i mean this is yeah this is gonna be pretty important you know i i think a lot of like stats that people throw out after a team is zone two are, are not as applicable as they used to be because of the the extra wild card that there is now so i think it makes it a little more possible to bounce back um 
But yeah, I, I think you're going to see whatever team loses this game, like it's going to be a fork in the road moment. Um, you know, 0-3 for the Patriots, like what do they do? Do they go and try and improve the roster or do they just roll with what they have? Because um, our offense is not very scary, like I said. And if the Jets are 1-2 and two and Zach Wilson's struggling again, like do the Jets finally go and add another quarterback or not? I think is going to be the big question coming out of this game. So, or um, Tim Boyle. Tim Bo- yeah, or, or start Tim Boyle. Yeah, <laughs> Strebler. We can't bring him. They can't bring Strebler back yet. I think mm-hmm. it has to be like a certain amount of time before they can. Right. But another reporter was asking me if when, when they bring him back. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a very interesting week three game. <laughs> like, I, I can't believe we're going to another – again, like it just feels like deja vu of last year again. Like we're going into a Patriots game wondering if Zach Wilson can handle Bill Belichick. Uh, so far the answer has been no, but – We'll yeah. see. And hack I mean, it too. You have to think about it. Yeah. Too, right? Yeah. Like the, you know, if you're going Belichick versus Nathaniel Hackett, like who, who are you going to give the edge to in that one? You know? So. Yeah. Uh, let's look at those, uh, the other matchups. So Zach Wilson against this Patriots defense, the Patriots defense is very good, obviously. Um, but one thing that's on the secondary Jonathan Jones banged up last week a couple of times. Um, he's questionable right now. Their first-round draft pick, Christian Gonzalez, looks great through a couple of weeks. Um, he fell to the Patriots at, what, I think like 17 in the draft. Yeah. A lot of people thought he'd be a top-10 guy, and they got him at 17. And he looks – he don't, I don't want to say he's like this year's Sauce Gardner. I don't think he's that kind of shutdown guy, but he's, he's a really good rookie cornerback. Um, how do you see that matching up with – Garrett Wilson and these Jets receivers. Um, I don't. I like the the Patriots do have a really good defense. You know, Hackett had a comment today about because he was asked about Garrett Wilson and he was like, um, you know, he wants the ball. We love that about him. He's intense. But we're not going to try and we're not going to throw it to him all game. And he understands that. Like we're not going to throw it to him every play. And I'm like. Why not? Just, why not throw it to him every play? Like you could. I feel like there are try. worse things you could do. The worst thing would to do is only throw it to him five times in a game. So um, you just got to funnel the ball to Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall. I keep saying that over and over and over again. And maybe work in McCall Hartman. But yeah, as, as long as they can get Garrett going, like I, I think this offense can can do something. And again, having Brees, he needs the ball more than four times. Like get get your best players the ball. And if it doesn't work, then then we can talk about you know what went wrong. But Right now, the most obvious thing that they're not doing, if you remove the blocking part of it, is that they're not getting their best players the ball. So um, that's the best way to counteract it in terms of the passing game. All right, and then there's the rush, which is the the other big thing. We we mentioned Judon, but, you know, he's no Micah Parsons, but the Patriots have watched the film, right, from the, yeah. from the game uh, against the Cowboys. And I would imagine they're going to do their best to make – Matthew Judon do the things that Micah Parson did or try to do some of those things? Yeah, Judon, you know, I, I think they do a 3-4, and so they have Judon as an outside linebacker. One thing that Hackett said that they do with him is sometimes they'll make it seem like he's dropping back into covers, and then he'll just rush. So, like, he adds, like, a different sort of, like, trickery to it. And he goes – I think he goes from both the right and the left side, so it'll be both on yeah. Becton and Brown. Um, Brown did – I think he didn't practice – today thursday and he didn't practice yesterday so i guess how if he practices friday might determine if he plays if he does i think they're gonna roll with the same five and if you're only rolling with the same five and not making any changes um i think you have to play ruckert and and or uzama more ideally ruckert and just give those guys help like whatever side you see 
uh, Judon on, Judon on, um, do that. And they have Josh Uche on the other side, who's also pretty good. So it's going to be a big game. Becton and Dwayne Brown might be like the keys to this game. Because if if they're getting beat routinely, then uh, it's going to be a long day. And I'm all for using a six offensive lineman. I mean, oh, yeah. That's Michael's special. That's why the Jets should have brought him in. Let's go. That's why the Jets should have brought him in. Why aren't they doing that? Yeah. <laughs> well, but they that's have, they don't do that at all. Like a lot of teams do that. The yeah. Jets never do that on like goal line stuff. Yeah, the the Browns bring in two. All, extra yeah, they do it all the time. Yeah, yeah. The, last game they brought in uh, Nick Harris as a fullback for wow. several plays. Yeah, and the Jets have a fullback that they didn't really use last week either. So there's another way to get more. Blocks. They also have some tight ends that can block, right? And like Salah yeah. said this week, that Ruckert's got to get in the game a little more. So is that, you know, is that the way you you? Kind it's of not the, it's not the fix. Rush. It's not the fix all, certainly. And no. he is a young player without much experience. But I just think get your best blockers out there, and once you get the running game established, then they won't think that you're either running at every player that you're going right. to throw it short or whatever. Like so, you got to establish the run. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, next up on the matchups, um, we switch it to the other side of the ball. This Patriots offensive line generally is a very solid unit but they're banged up as well which maybe bodes well um trent brown is questionable a left tackle cole strange questionable left guard and on when you on the right side at right guard also questionable um who knows those guys could all be healthy by game time and play um but knowing what the the jets strengths are that feels like a, a possible advantage for for the jets yeah, the defensive line, I, I think I mentioned this on Tuesday, they didn't really get home as much against the Cowboys as you would like. So I, this should be a get-right game for them. Um, one of their starting offensive tackles is uh, Calvin Anderson. He he was a guy who was with the Jets in 2019, I think, on their practice squad. I didn't, I've never never heard of him before, so I'm sure some Jets fans did. But um, So they clearly don't have like the best offensive line, I would say. So, yeah, it's an opportunity for guys like Quinnen and um, Jermaine Johnson and JFM to to kind of have a good game. Brian Stern back in the chat says, are we expecting a different rotation on the defensive line or is it going to be the same? I guess another question with that is like, is Will McDonald going mm-hmm. to be active? Yeah, I think that's a I think they do have enough injured guys that maybe he might just be active naturally. I'm curious to see if he plays at all. And I also want am not sure if Carl Lawson will start playing more or not because he didn't play very much last week. So those will be the two things I have my eye on. Um, other spots on the Patriots offense versus the defense. We talked about Mac Jones. Um, he's a guy that I think one of his strengths is what the Jets would love Zach Wilson to be able to do. And that is, is that, as Madison chimes in on this topic, um, get rid of the ball quickly. Mac Jones is actually pretty good at that. Um, I think part of it is the way that the Patriots offense is designed versus what the Jets offense, which was designed for Aaron Rodgers is designed, but like how much will that hurt the Jets pass rush? The fact that Mac Jones is pretty good at just, you know, dump offs and think and dunk. I mean, that's kind of how the the Cowboys started really going off on them. Um, they don't have a CD lamb. Luckily. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Should we let, should we let Marissa get out of here to yeah. tend to her crying baby? Sorry guys. She did really good. <laughs> uh, what did, I make it 30 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Thanks for My coming back, Marissa. Here, but... we, mi- we miss you. Yes, yeah, miss I miss you. you guys. I will keep right. listening and uh, good luck, Jets fans. I'm I'm pulling for you. <laughs> All right. Bye guys. Bye. Bye. But yeah, the to the to your question, yeah, it's the 
that's how teams have always kind of attacked this defense because the Jets do a good job on like the outside. So it is Michael Carter the second is banged up. I think he practiced yesterday, so I'm assuming he'll be able to play. Um, Tony Adams is banged up. Not sure if he will play. So they're going to attack the safeties and the linebackers in coverage uh, mainly, and Michael Carter the second. And, and like like we said, their receivers do not scare me. They have Devontae Parker, Kendrick Bourne, and um, Juju. And Juju. I think Juju goes out of the slot. Juju's not like explosive or anything, but um Dink and Dunks, and they have Ramondre Stevenson out of the backfield, who's pretty talented. So it's uh yeah, I mean that's the way to beat the Jets defense. And so we'll see how they're ready to counteract that this week. Yeah, and the other thing they do have, I totally agree that receiving core is I mean, Bourne has been pretty good. He kind of had a like minor breakout, but he's still he's not a top receiver on a, no. on most teams. Uh, but Hunter Henry is actually yeah. their leading receiver when it comes to yards. And we've talked about it plenty yeah. over the years about the Jets ends, yeah. uh, defending the tight end. So, I, I I mean, the good thing is you don't have those, you know, studs on the outside that have to draw all your attention, which means hopefully you can draw something up to control Hunter Henry in the middle at the tight end spot. I do wonder if at points, if they put saw, and then he won't travel with them or anything, but. Um, if he's on Sauce's side of the field, if they put Sauce on Hunter Henry, because we've seen them do that uh, against tight ends sometimes since Sauce got here. Uh, last year against Mark Andrews is, is the one that jumps out in particular. But I think that would be a way to counteract that because the linebackers do struggle in coverage, especially I'd say Quincy is still developing in that area, and I think Jamie and Sherwood is, is, has been kind of rough in coverage. So, um, yeah, the, the tight end is going to be the scary spot for sure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The one thing I would say about this Jets defense is they ha- there's got to be a chip on their shoulder this week. I mean, the just they got exposed by the Cowboys, and plus they've heard it for a whole week. Um, so I would imagine we're going to see like an extra intense effort from this Jets defense. Um, and it's honestly, it's a good offense for that to come against. I think. Yeah, and I think you're going to need it because I, I one thing I'm curious about is how the fans are on Sunday. Cause I think they're pretty fired up right now. Like, it, I mean, they're a pretty angry bunch anyway, but I've seen them be pretty angry this week. And I think I heard WFAN apparently was trying to get people to do the whole, like cheer for Zach, no matter what thing to support him. I don't think that'll work. So um, I'm curious to see what the fan energy is like, cause that would really feed into this, especially the defense. I think they could really feed off the energy. You saw that week one, that energy was phenomenal. It was as loud of a MetLife week one as I've seen. So, I uh, I think the fans are going to play a role in this game because if it gets bad early, you're going to hear some boos, I think. So mm-hmm. um, hopefully Zach can at least just do his job so the defense can come out there to a hyped-up crowd and they can get some positive vibes back going again. All right, let's touch on the the quarterback. I think we, we were on it a little bit, but to go more into if this goes badly mm-hmm. for Zach Wilson and the Jets – We've heard all the talk about, you know, the possibility Colt McCoy is the name that you hear the most about who's clearly going to be a backup. And and the Jets messaging to the quarterbacks that they've so far spoken to has been clear that, like, if you come in here, you're Zach Wilson's backup. 
but can that change? Like, do those, do the players they talk to change? And does the kind of like angle of those conversations change depending on how Zach plays on Sunday? Yeah, it's, it's a, it's a good question. I don't, I don't have a great answer. I, I, but I do think how this game goes will dictate if and when they do add somebody, maybe the degree of which will depend on how terribly or how well it goes. I, I don't know if they can keep rolling with just the two quarterbacks. I, they at least should have had somebody in the practice squad at minimum, but um, somebody like Colt McCoy, I've seen Carson Wentz's name getting, getting some buzz lately. Um, I know that Diana Rossini reported that they reached out to Chad Henney and he's like, I'm, I'm okay. I'm staying retired. Um, that would have been, honestly, that would have been a good one. Yeah. And I, I mean, especially because he, he has, he I knows the offense when he was in high yeah. school. So it would have been kind of, he played neat. for Hackett in Jacksonville. So that's the yep. connection there. So they're clearly going for guys who they feel like can just like adapt to a new offense quickly or that have been in the offense. I know there's been a lot of noise about Kirk Cousins because the, the Vikings kind of stink and, and the Jets if they want to like be a contender this year and he's on an expiring contract. But everything I've heard is that that is not happening. Like I think everybody can stop dreaming. It's been a very big They just traded for like, Cam Akers too. So they're yeah, clearly not yeah, like throwing in the towel. Yeah. And, and, and not only that, but the Jets can't trade their first round pick this year. And so I don't, it, it would take a first round pick to get Kirk Cousins from them at the least. So um, it's not happening. You guys can stop dreaming on that. I know you want to aim high at all times because that's kind of like being a fan, but it won't be Kirk Cousins. Ben Roethlisberger is not coming out of retirement. Tom Brady's not coming here. Don't think Philip Rivers is coming here. It'll be somebody like Holt McCoy. And as we talked about on the pod, it feels like forever ago at this point, um, like who they could possibly sign, like, the ones that still make the most sense to me are guys like Jameis and Jacoby Brissett. But you know, to the original point that others have made, like, why are these teams just going to like give up a backup quarterback to help out the Jets? Like, I, I don't know if it would be as simple as it sounds. So um, I don't know what that looks like. If it is just a Colt McCoy, who, from what I understand, does have like offers from other teams as well. And he's just he's still like trying to get cleared medically, I think. Um, so it's not going to be exciting, I would imagine. But, you know, it, maybe if like they win and Zach looks terrible, like maybe that motivates him to aim higher. I don't know. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to tell how where this is going to go. I think they want Zach to, sh- they're trying to wait as long as they can so they don't hurt Zach's confidence, I think. Uh, we're going to find out what that looks like on Sunday and if his teammates are as supportive of him if he has a bad game again against the Patriots, which if you remember last year, that's when Garrett Wilson had his most like fiery con- uh, comments last year was after i believe the second patriots game but i can't remember which was exactly. much much later in the season than yes where we are right now um we'll see if they keep the band together here as far as like the the camaraderie and all of that all right should we do picks let's do it all right bring... well, should, I, should i say my pick for the jets game first uh well yeah, we can. Well, I was going to do. Yeah, we still haven't worked out the kinks on this whole system, huh? Um, well, we're I, gonna pick, I thought we were just going to do where we each pick like three games. We were going to do three games. I just, I'm yeah. bringing up my, all my picks as gotcha, a visual gotcha. cue. How's that? And then I'll that do good. But I, I was going to talk about the Jets game too. So, okay. Um, three games that I was going to talk about out of this batch Niners minus 10.5 versus the Giants. These are, I guess, if I had to have a lock, these are the yeah. three, the three locks. So if you're listening um, nine, to this, that's the game on Thursday night. So if somebody yeah. listens to this on Friday, it will have already happened. Obviously, you'll yeah. know that I'm I'm already brilliant on this. No, <laughs> it's a big spread. It is a big spread, yeah. minus ten and a half. But the Giants, all kinds of injuries, and I feel like they just 
like they couldn't make the spread big enough here because it's in San Francisco. The Niners are just rolling. The Giants are in a tough spot, even though they, they got the win last week. Um, and I just think that game's a blowout. Then I have, uh, I think the Dolphins minus six and a half versus Denver is is a lock the way that Dolphins team is playing. And Denver, eh, I'm not sold there. And yeah. then finally, I was going to take the, the in the Patriots-Jets game. Minus two and a half for the Patriots. You know what, Zach? Until the Jets beat them, I just refuse. I think last year I took the Jets both games in our even we didn't pick the Jets game, but I think we talked about it every time. In both games, I said, This is it. The Jets are gonna do it. The streak stops at 12. The streak stops or the streak stops at 13. Yeah, how many times have you done that? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm until they do it now, I'm going Patriots. The Patriots minus two and a half. So those are my three. What do you got? All right. My three. To start with, I have the Saints plus one and a half against the Packers. I just I think the Saints are kind of underrated. I think they're pretty good. Um, see, there were some actually some good games this week. Uh, this is great podcasting right here. I'll say uh, Ravens minus eight. The room against the Colts because I don't know if Anthony Richardson is going to play, uh, and I think the Ravens are pretty good even if they are banged up on offense a little bit. And I took I, the Ravens. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and I'll say. Let's see. Uh, I'll say the Titans plus three and a half against the Browns. Actually, no, the one I wanted to do, I just remembered because they're a disaster. The Chiefs minus 13 and a half against the Bears. The Bears look like a bigger disaster than any team in the NFL right now. It's been a, you know, their, their quarterback calling out their coaching staff. There's all the crazy stuff going on with the coach that um, resigned and all the rumors that were flying around him that seemed like they were all fake, but. Um, it was just like a, a banner day in Bears history, so I won't, I'll go with that one. And for the Jets game, I think I'm going to do this selfishly and pick the Jets because um, I'm I'm like you. Right? Until they do it, I'm not exactly ready to believe that they can, but I'm going to predict they win because I want this to be a fun season, and if they lose this game, I think it's it could go off the rails pretty quick. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm predicting the Jets to win for selfish reasons. I do think they have the better roster. It just comes down to Zach Wilson. They could – if Zach Wilson plays well, they'll win. If Zach Wilson plays okay, I think they'll win. If he plays poorly, they will lose. That's going to be the story of the season, right? I mean, I obviously hope they win too. I think it makes for just everything. Everything is better for us if the Jets win this game um, for sure. So I hope they do. I just they just need to prove it to me. Um, I need if they, to see if it. they do win, I'll say I picked them to win because I knew they could do it, not because it was for selfish reasons. So there you the go. And Marissa that. took them, right? That was Marissa took did, the Jets. Yeah. So there you go. All right. What else do anything else before we say goodbye? Uh, no, Todd Downing's going to talk to us for the first time. That won't be till later today, but I'll be, I'll be curious to see what kind of stuff he'll have to say. Cause he's kind of running the quarterback room. Um, but yeah, that was, this is great. the comment of the, the year so far, by the way, <laughs> Marissa going on maternity leave is the Aaron Rodgers tearing his Achilles. Podcast. <laughs> it's true. We do miss her quite a bit for a lot of reasons. Um, it was great to have her back. It felt like she had never left today. Like even just having her there in the background, like reacting to our our commentary was I missed that. But yep. when it's just when there's just two boxes on here, it just feels a lot more lonely, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, we're gonna go Monday. We could go Monday next week if you. Yeah, want. we should be able to do Monday. Yeah. Okay, because I feel like there's gonna be it actually is a big Monday for Zach Rosenblatt. My girlfriend is moving in that day, but we'll. we'll Whoa! Out the time. Yeah, yeah, big move. I didn't even tell you guys that on the lead up, so. 
breaking i wish breaking i had a news at the end where's the breaking news stinger this is huge yeah big news and you didn't even bring it up when marissa was on i know i forgot about it because you were talking about the baby and you know i didn't want to make it about myself but so you know. she's moving into your place yeah in jersey so city she's, she's leaving the city jersey to, oh she's a in, jersey girl she's, she's from in New manhattan York. she's from or long she, island she lives in manhattan and she's coming to jersey i converted her See if you can get her to change her driver's license. Well, that's the next <laughs> See how long she hangs on to that New York driver's license. Got some funny comments in the thanks for everybody saying congrats. That's very nice. <laughs> um, we've still be going to the city a lot because I love going over. But yeah, big, big, big moments in life. I'm wow, that's pouring in. <laughs> get all I'm trying screen. to catch up to all you guys with all your full on families and stuff, you know? Got to move fast. All right, man. Uh, good stuff. We'll we'll uh, we'll be back on Monday. I no matter what happens in this game, I think we're gonna have a ton to talk about. It's gonna be a, I think it's gonna be a good podcast. Hopefully for the right reasons and not the wrong reasons. But either way, we hope you come back and join us again next week on the Can't Wait Podcast. <laughs>